0: Real life street stars. We here with Jaguar Wright, what it is. Legend in the building. You really need no introduction, but for those who are deaf, dumb, and stupid. are
1: just mad young. Cause
0: we got a lot just mad, mad
1: young,
2: young. Well then I'm glad they don't know me. Wanna know why? Tell us why. Because it's nice to be new twenty years later. Hey, Amen. It's nice to be you new twenty-five years later. People always, oh, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. Please. That means I still got work to do. That means I still got, I got room to run. See, when everybody knows who you are, now you got something to live up to. And if you don't live up to that, then you're old news. I'm always new news. Always. I go, I went on my feed today and I, I, 20 people, I feel so bad. I never knew. Oh my God, I can't. I've been hearing that every year for 25 years. See, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. <laughs> it's not a sprint. Not at all.
0: Hey, man. Tell us how you got your start. <laughs> right. You, we, don't have, we
2: don't have that kind of time.
0: This is, give a, is there a summarized
2: version? <laughs> I'll do my best to abridge it. Um, okay. I was born gifted into a family of gifted people that had no appreciation for the entertainment industry because my grandfather was a song and dance man and missed his big shot at the cotton club and never let anybody in the family forget it. So, I had the gift. Um, I sang before I spoke. The first sentence that came out of my mouth was a song. I didn't talk until I was four. I didn't trust people.
1: At four, you didn't trust people?
2: No. Damn. <laughs> you should see my baby pictures. You should see my baby pictures. Damn. There is not a picture where I'm not like this. Am I lying? <laughs> Todd, will you tell them about the picture with me and my family picture, and I'm sitting there looking at the camera like, what you looking at? I've been that way my whole life. I, can't, I, I was born like this. So, um, yeah, I started playing piano at five. I became a concert piano by the age of 10. And... Um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a long sorted story. I sang in the church. I started uh, doing jazz quartets when I was 12 because I was the only person that was free during the summers. And I knew how to sing everything. Billie Holiday, Nina Simone, you know, the whole nine yards. So that's what I did for a summer job in music anyway. Um, and then uh, I decided I wanted to be a writer and I, I, I decided I wanted to be an MC. That was my life.
1: Did you get in the game as a writer first or, or
2: as an artist? I got into the game as an MC first. Gotcha.
1: What was your first song? I'm
2: just curious. My first song? Your first, like the first My song. My first song released on the your radio? Your first song released on the radio. Can You Feel Me by the Fat Cat Click. Mm, co-produced by... J. Ja- Click. Yep, <laughs> Co-from Philadelphia. Yellow Wallet. <laughs> from Philadelphia. The Fat Cat Click. Who and was of course they thought group? they were being clever because they hired Jaguar to write the hook. And... um. It was uh, co-produced by James Poyser, who is now on the Tonight Show on the Fallon Show.
1: That's crazy. So, yeah. so you got on. That was on, the first record. So you got on as a, a solo MC first, yes. out of Philadelphia. Yes. Right. Um. From there, what happened? Like, I mean, did did that propel you to a different level to get noticed from different people? There's so or?
2: many. You see, like I said, it's a hard story to tell because right. there's so many facets to it. Um. I started, I started interning at. Philadelphia International Records, The Sound of Philadelphia for, you know, my, my, my godfather in music, my uncle Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff when I was 11 years old. So I was actually in the studio. I, I got to see Phyllis Hyman sing Meet Me on the Moon. I got to see her record that record. I was empty in trash cans. I thought Uncle Kenny was being cruel because he put me on the trash detail. What I figured out later was it put me in every room. So I got to see every session I grew up with Gerald LaVert. He was my first mentor as a writer. Um, I started writing for him, me and Scott Storch, when we were kids. And, um, you know, Gerald was a friend. You know, he, he was my everything on so many different levels. Huh? Yeah, I know.
3: Rest in peace, Gerald LaVert. Uh, Love and Consequences. My mama used to jam that every day while she was cooking. and that, I saw that's that a classic. album, me. Hey, that's big for me right there. I no saw lie. that album, mate. That album, a classic.
2: Uh, Gerald, I'll never forget one day. He came into the studio when we were writing at Sigma, and this was when me and Scott were dating. And um, briefly, Scott, Scott. Scott Storch.
1: Scott <laughs> um, oh, like he, he, brown sugar. Scott like the black women, huh?
2: That's all he likes. Unfortunately, he likes used vagina rather than pristine vagina, so me and him didn't last long. Well, when you start dating porn stars, when you start dating porn stars, I was like, nigga, you like everything brand new except for pussy.
1: What are you doing? Can you blame the white man for wanting some black... You don't
2: bring Heather Hunter home and try to and try to wife her up. Yes, you do. Why? <laughs> Heather, Hunter? Heather Hunter? She brought her work home with her. Heather She brought her work home with her. Not for you do Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, you don't want to come home. Oh, honey, we're almost finished recording this scene. You don't want to see a girl like that. <laughs> Have you seen this generation of women we do with right now? Holy see, you, you know what? You just proved it. I'm getting old. I'm getting old. And you want to know why I can say that? Because I remember a time when being a drug addict was a bad thing. Thanks. I remember a time where being a caught up hoe ass chick was not the thing you wanted to be. See, I don't know what happened in music. Um, we went from high vibration to low vibration. And somewhere along the way, being a drug addict with no fucking vocabulary, ran through at 25, ready to die, played out like a fucking Jerry curl. It's cool. I don't know that. I don't, I don't, we don't, I'm my generation, and we were generation X. I don't understand me, that. Me I don't understand these that, girls. Uh,
0: I, I was having this conversation with somebody and I had a theory. I felt like as a people, we've gotten to, well, the younger generation, well, all of us, not all of us, but young and middle, we've gotten to a point to where we're just so sad that any type of stimulant. Oh,
2: will, you're not sad. Oh, okay. Sadness is an emotion. You feel no emotions. You are all numb to life. You have been trained to be numb to life. You have been desensitized beyond your comprehension. So you can't use words like emotions when you don't have them. You're not sad. It is sad, though, that you have the loudest voice in the world and you'd rather be mumble rappers than show people how brilliant you are. You'd, ra- you'd rather be dumb for money than be brilliant for legacy. It's sad. Damn. I mean, I can go back and remember some of my first rhymes from when I was. I remember when we went through the whole Don't Curse era. Right. You know, Don't Curse era was early 90s. Nobody was cursing in rhyme. We wanted to show how smart we were. I carried a thesaurus and um, a dictionary in my backpack with me right. every day. I've read the dictionary 15 times. I've read each thesaurus from Webster's on to the, to the no-name brands about 25 times because I wanted my vernacular to be so tight, see.
1: But your school system was probably
2: a little bit better than the South. When I first, and see, and this was back <laughs> when I was on my organized confusion, like, organized confusion they were the revolution when hip-hop was changing you know and um i had a song that i wrote called soul snatcher i did it for um <laughs> hold on wait 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 i did on. it for the you
1: ain't, just gonna, you ain't just gonna casually say soul snatcher are we what, what kind of soul snatching are we talking
2: okay so basically um <laughs> let me see if i can remember it uh because i wrote this 24 five, six, seven years ago. uh, To snatch and not to snatch, that is the question as I come for your soul with aptitude. My attitude is very shaken. Like an abandoned child by their mother, father, sister, or brothers With sheer mothers, I'm killing you, killing you softly with poisonous venom so vow. In exile, I strangulate whole nations, termination be my specialty. Come and play with me if you choose. I deal on dangerous levels like a high risk, abortion, extortion, my middle name. You play the game and I shall shame your name and claim you in the name of my master, demonic possession, the only chapter I spill. The rapture will catch you up, abruption, destruction, Annihilation, desolation, catastrophe. Fees I charge for my diabolical ideas. Careers I have destroyed. Employees I have exploited. Ed over your head it is gone once again. See, my friends are few, and my enemies are more than few. Miss Cone, true, if you want to, and Jaguar is coming for you with the wrath and the rage of all. law, God is my witness. I'm going to end this, meaning you. And I'm trying to remember the rest. I'm trying to. So. Well I did I just said I had a I, I had a whole hip hop crush on Ferromanch. <laughs> um and then you know there are things that you know I, I started bending um bending my, my, my flow into songs, see. So I never stopped rhyming. Um it was funny because I was talking earlier about it how at one point in time in the city, everybody was like, yo, Jaguar the MC, she hot, she hot. Oh, no, I know Jaguar the singer. It got to the point where people were arguing about who the real, I don't know about no fucking fake singing, bitch. Jaguar is a MC. And then when they would meet me at the, the trade shows or at the, they were like, well, are you Jaguar the singer or are you Jaguar the MC? I was like, I am. I am. You, what do you mean you are? I am. All of those things. That's all you? And then, you know, the gimmick with singing and rapping females became hot. Missy, and then Lauren. And honestly, I sat down with my Uncle Kenny and I was like, I can't do both because everybody's doing both. It's a gimmick. It's not going to make me special. What, what, what do I need to do? He said, pick a lane and drive steady. That's what Kenny Gamble said to me. Pick a lane and drive steady. So I, I chose singing
1: think that was hindsight being 2020? Do you think that was good advice or bad advice? Of course advice? it was.
2: Hmm. Who wants to be a female rapper with the shelf life?
1: Hmm.
2: A, female, a female rapper's shelf life at maximum is 12 years. By then, you either have to have an acting career or a product, otherwise, you're done. Who's booking Rodiga? Yeah, yeah. Like I said <laughs> You have a shelf life And then by that time You have to have something Else Luther Vandross died a vocalist Whitney Houston died A vocalist How many female MCs you know died A female MC what? See they, they get you to put your ass in your titties You know All out, all over the place, see? It didn't used to be that way. See, being the sexy, cute tomboy used to be the way. And then Biggie Smalls came in with Jessica Rabbit, Lil' Kim. What I find interesting is that for the past 25 years, everybody's been trying to be Lil' Kim. And all Lil' Kim was a figment of Biggie's imagination. He figured, all men probably get off on the same shit that I do. We can make a lot of money. And now everybody wants to be this archetype. It wasn't until Little Kim that sex played a factor in whether or not a woman got signed. Yeah, so does crack.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, that's real as fuck. So does crack. Crack
2: sells, still sells. Heroin is big and crack is still selling. You want to aim high or you want to aim low?
0: So how do we repair our culture? How do we repair this?
2: Well, number one, you, have to, you would have to strip yourselves of everything that you think you know. You, you would have to be willing to say everything that I have in here is total and complete bullshit and I need to start all over like I'm two years old and relearn life again. That takes dedication because see, most of you are comfortable in the lives that you live. You like your party, you like your car, you like your girlfriend, you like this, you like that. What if I told you that in order to become a billionaire, you would have to be homeless first?
0: Believe that. Would you do it? it.
2: See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying?
3: (laughs) Am I guaranteed to become a billionaire? Just ask.
2: What guarantees do you have in life other than your hard work and sweat? What other guarantee do you have?
3: None. Yeah.
2: So at the end of the day, see, do you see how you went with that? Before you actually said whether or not you could commit to it, you had to you, you had to have a, a, um, a, back, a backup plan. OK, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee you're going home today. Everybody wants guarantee. Everybody wants an instant gratification. It's going to happen for me. It's going to be this way. Yet the best things that happen in life are surprises. Want to know why? Because you didn't know them. You want to know why you didn't know them? Because if you hadn't known them, you'd have fucked it up. That's why God don't let us see certain things. Because he knows as human beings, we are designed to hate ourselves. When you go down and you, 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 you start fucking with somebody else and boom, 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 boom. Everything that you're picking out about them is everything that you hate about yourself. You can only talk about what you know about you know about that man's demise it's because you live in the same one you just hoping that people look at him and don't look at you see i call that the dirty cheap, the dirty t-shirt test now you take somebody with a fresh white tea and put them here and you take somebody who has some mustard stains and they wash it but they didn't use no bleach and they in the middle it's clean but you know yeah. and then you take the motherfucker with the dingy ass shit with the stains all over it now i want to ask you a question who do you think the person with the with the not so dirty but dingy t-shirt Wants to stand next to person with the fresh white tee Why he gonna... The fresh white tee look white His shit don't look so white want... Yeah cause next to that dirty nigga He doing great
1: I feel like you're so wise Like, <laughs> like you can only get this type of wisdom Going through some shit
2: yeah, right. I've been through some shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, so let's let's get it. Let's <laughs> let, let's get it to it, man. Let's get let's get it to it. All right. You 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 have been in the headlines. You've been yeah. in the blogs. You've been in the blogs. Um,
2: my conversation on it's gonna be minimal. Facts. Okay. Um, and the reason why it's gonna be minimal is because I do have other interviews to do, and what I don't want to do right. is give too many details. Facts. For the interviews that they need to pay me for, away so that they don't have to talk to me at all.
1: That's a fact. That's so, a fact. That's
2: a fact. If I give you the greatest interview right now. They don't have to pay me at all. They can just pick through yours and come up with their own story.
1: That's a fact. So let's touch on what can what, we touch on?
2: I mean, you could touch on whatever you want to touch on, and I'll mm-hmm. tell you what I can answer and what I can't. Okay. So but I promise you, right. I, you will get detail.
1: Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So um, let's start off like this. So from you being an MC to you getting into the Roots, how was that transition? How did you get into?
2: I didn't want to be a part of the Roots.
1: So how did you, why did you become a part I of
2: I fell in love that? with Richard Nichols' mind. Mm. I wasn't allowed to go to art school. I had to turn down my scholarship to Juilliard. I was supposed to go to Syracuse, and then from there, I was supposed to go to law school, Harvard, and become a corporate litigator. That's what my father wanted for me. I decided to become a drug dealer and a pimp, and I got thrown out of school in about eight months. I had to, you know, I did shit. (laughs) That's, that's, I was from North Philly, and it was easy money. Right.
1: So would you say that you were just a, a product of your environment, like the, the
2: surroundings led you to I'm, do that? I'm, or? I'm a product of everything. Yeah. I, I grew up amongst wealthy people and poor people all the time. I left the suburbs to move back to the projects. Interesting. When my friends would come home with me in the summer, and they would see the big house and the big yard, or when we would go down to Atlantic City to my aunt's store, or when we would go to the horse ranch in Hamilton, owned by my family, my friends would say, y'all got all this and you want to be in the projects? I'm like, yeah. Why? Because they sell hugs at the corner store. Mm. I love hugs. They sell oatmeal pies. <clears throat> I can't get that in the suburbs they play double dutch until the lights come on and then it turns 3D and then we keep jumping. I can't do that.
1: Yeah, it's different. I can't, different. I can't do that different. on Centurion it's Drive. It's a funner in the hood. It really is. Yeah, you're right. That's a fact.
2: I was who I was. I grew up in the projects. My family got it together. They moved to the suburbs. I went back to the projects. Then I had to go to boarding school. And when I went to boarding school, on the weekends, when classes were over, I was on the first thing smoking to Brooklyn. See, I am the street.
3: Right.
2: I've been the street. I've dealt with everything from true gangsters to corporate billionaires. My friends are trashmen. They're congressmen. I'm just the street. Right. Just like Malik was. He was the street. Right, Just like Bahamadia is. She the street. Some niggas live in the streets. Some niggas just are the streets. There's a difference. So, so hip-hop, the roots, all of that. At the time the roots were approaching me, we had just started Black Lily. I figured it would be a good shot to build up my name in Manhattan. I didn't expect it to get as big as it did. It got huge. Right. <clears throat> Lines wrapped around the corner week for week for week. Right. You could walk through anywhere in lower Manhattan and people say, who are you going to see on, you're going to see Jaguar.
1: Yeah, and you said you built that up from being the person that was first and everybody ended up wanting to see you to the point where you had the headline. I had to go on last. <laughs> right, you had the headline. Man-
2: the, the, the Roots management didn't make me the headliner. Right. The owner of the club did. Right. Because the bar was losing money because every time I got off stage, the club emptied out. Right. They had to put me on last. It was a smart business decision.
1: So, so from that, right, I mm-hmm. know Meg DeStayne, she had a quote that said, black women are so unprotected, Right. And just hearing your story, it sounds like the same case, like nobody It's not just looked...
2: black women either. So well, that's true.
1: That, that's that's a fact. But you know, me being a black person, I'm just gonna target, you know, we're gonna it. Focus But you on... know
2: what though? I'm gonna tell you something right now. When a woman gets raped, it doesn't matter what fucking color she is. <clears throat> oh, okay. So okay. hurt pussy is hurt pussy. Yeah, that's a fact.
1: That's a fact.
2: Ain't got shit to do with color. That's a fact, that's a fact. Cause they'll rape a black one, they'll rape a white one, they'll rape an Asian one, and then guess what? Some of these women have children from their rapes. And now you got a mixed kid who's confused, product of a rape, with a mother that doesn't really know how to love him. Like, I am not saying that we don't have to be cognizant as African-Americans. I'm saying the biggest problem with this fucking country is that that shit actually matters. Right. I'll never forget when I first got sent to London. I was getting in too much trouble in them streets, see. And I had to go to London. And I'm sitting there looking at interracial couples. Man, black as tall. Woman, white as white as snow. And I was the only fool staring because I was the only American present. Mm. This is the only country where your color matters, which is why I'll be retiring in France. I will not get old in America. America doesn't like old people.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. So that, that whole experience, like... Like you said that's, that's that's some deep thing You know Rape That's deep You know I'm what I'm saying I'm telling you
2: something right now It's common It is that's common
1: crazy. That's crazy do you, Is it So how are these How are these people able to keep going on With the career What do you mean Doing these heinous what do, crimes What do you mean Like I'm just saying You ain't like, never had a
2: boy that you know Did a whole bunch of dirt And you let him make it You telling me that never happened You never had somebody in your life Who you know was dirty Who you know did dirt And you let him make it
1: I hear I see what you're saying But
2: Think about that on a corporate level. Right. On a corporate level. That's wild. R. Kelly was the first corporately sponsored pedophile in the United States. That's crazy. Everybody knew. That's why I couldn't really watch that documentary because half of the people that was in there, I can't believe he did it. Nigga, you used to go get the bitches too. I watched you, dog. I watched y'all make these deals. Don't nobody want to talk about Aaliyah. Don't don't nobody want to talk about that.
0: Let's talk talk about it.
2: There's certain things about that I won't talk about. (laughs) I'll let Dame Dash talk about it. See, that's his business. And when he's ready to talk about it all, I'll corroborate every word that he says. But it's not my story to tell. But it's real. It's real. How does a 14-year-old girl get married and no adult in the family knew? Unless... I'm just saying.
3: I heard you uh, say
0: something earlier to the effect of.
2: Um, it's fucking awful what they did to that woman. It's fucking awful. She was amazing. Leah was amazing.
0: Yeah, she really was. If she was. had have
2: been alive now, there's a lot of people that wouldn't have jobs. Funny how that worked out for some people. You know, one thing I learned um, about in jail when I was in jail, fighting, clear my name. I learned how to move niggas around, see. See, when you in county jail, you want to really survive and be cool, you got to learn how to move people around. Oh, this chick going to be a problem. She likes to fight over the ice. Hmm. What code violation can we set her up for? Oh, you got to go to PC. You learn. They do the same shit in the industry. They move niggas around. You know, it's all fun until the rabbits got the gun.
0: Uh, I heard you say earlier that um, this shit doesn't, the music shit doesn't really bother you because you were so busy being great at other things. Yes. How is it that you are able to have gone through so much, things that were physically had put have people in like facilities. How do you still, how are you still able to cope? Because it, this was, you know, it oh, sounds I like a nervous breakdown. Yeah, it sounds like PTSD almost.
2: What do you mean? I've had PTSD since I was seven years old. I'm from North Philly. Yeah, that's,
0: that's, that's facts.
2: Fact. North Philly is PTSD on steroids injected into your neck. First time I saw a man killed in front of me, my uncle did it. He blew a hole through somebody. All I know is we was playing jacks on the step, I heard a man running, screaming, no, no, and he jumped over our head, he took off running, he didn't make it but 50 paces, and then I seen the hole go through, and then I I felt the smoke, and and, and the gunpowder fall on my head. I was three years old. First time I seen a man's guts all over the concrete where we played jacks and hopscotch. I know what it's like to have your cousin high on LSD, acid, and everything else, and accuse you of stealing money that's sitting there right in front of you and bend you over and sodomize you for stealing what is right there in his face because he's too high to see it. And then dump you in a closet and tell you to go to sleep. That was 10. Fuck you, been through.
0: I ain't been through shit.
2: It gets worse. (laughs) It gets worse. Imagine sitting in your living room, minding your business, watching a Mari Povich or something. Back then it was Richard Bay. And five men come through your front door and they stay for two days. And we didn't talk about the weather. I've been through more things than, than most of you will ever fucking be able to understand or know. I know what it's like to wonder whether or not when that door come up. Are they gonna let me out or are they gonna blow my fucking brains out? Y'all niggas are soft. Y'all kids, you're fucking soft. You like to shoot up everybody and shoot up everything because you don't know how to fight. <clears throat> I wish a nigga would try me even right now. I wish a nigga would. I could use the practice. I'm serious. Life has been serious for me.
1: Yeah. Let me ask you this. Like any, any, any female entertainer or artist trying to do music, right? Yeah. What would be your advice to them? You know, what I mean. Oh.
2: Unless you built for it. I would never wish this career on any woman. There's only three different kinds of careers in this world where a woman's safety and and respect for her body are are totally disregarded. Strippers, sex workers, and female entertainers. We are treated no different than prostitutes. Because we're entertainers. Well, that's that's what the word actress used to mean back in the 1800s. It meant prostitute. We're the meat. Judy Garland used to say it best. They come and they love me while I'm on stage, and then I go and I take the, I take the, the clothes off and it's just me and the bag of bones wondering when it'll all be over. Judy Garland said that about her experiences. She was in one of the greatest American films of all time. You remember? What's the name of the movie, The Wizard of Eyes? If you knew how many times they took a piece out of her, While she was going down the yellow big road, she was probably clicking them damn shoes hoping that they worked for real. Or how many young child stars get passed around at parties. If you actually knew the stories about Michael Jackson. If you actually knew what they do to children. What they did to my, 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 my very close friend, LaToya Gaines, Rosie Gaines' daughter from New Power Generation. Her and Tevin Campbell were very close. I, I know Tevin, but we're not friends. Him, him and LaToya were friends. How does a boy with a voice like that, that had the records that he had, that could have easily transformed into one of the greatest male vocals of all time, end up prostituting himself for drugs and change on Hollywood Boulevard? How does that happen with a gift like his? My advice to any female who wants to get into this business, have a thick skin, do not drink alcohol. Never get high in front of anybody. Keep somebody close to you that you know at all times. Summer. Has anybody bothered to ask why she all of a sudden became claustrophobic and couldn't perform anymore? Because she had anxiety. Yes, yeah, she got anxiety. Somebody touched her. I don't know it for a fact, but I've seen it enough. I heard it, and I know. I know the sound. I can look in a woman's eyes and tell when she's been touched. She don't trust none of the people that she around, so she just gonna stay off the road, you see. Now for every name that I can tell you that you know, I can give you about 55 to one of all the ones that didn't make it but got the stories. See, those are the ones, those are the worst ones. Because you got ran through, you, got, you went through all of that, and then you made it to the deal, and then, and, and then you ain't get no deal. But but you got all the horror stories though. That's why women in this game go so hard. This is my spot. It's my spot, and it's worse in hip-hop than it is in singing. Guard your loins. Until we find a way to change the way women are treated in this industry, guard your loins. Cause it doesn't make any sense. If I go to work and I sing my heart out and I do a concert and I got to do the meet and greet and I got to do the this and I got to do the that and yada 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 whoop de whoop woo. When I get on my bus I'm going to be what? I'm going to be tired right? I'm going to want to get some sleep right?
0: right. right.
2: Am I going to want to see a whole bunch of noise and hear a whole bunch of foolishness? So me walking into a fucking gang bang And niggas saying, oh, let me move out the way with your dick in somebody's mouth. You can get in your bunk. I don't know whose juice is laying all over this shit. Who the fuck want to deal with that? Really? Crazy. All got to worry about whether or not when I get in my bunk, if somebody's going to climb, climb in my bunk with me. It's the only fucking profession where women can be sexually assaulted and there's nobody to go to because whoever they would go to would rather make the money than do what's right. That's how R. Kelly became R. Kelly. Money over morals? Money over morals? What morals? Saying, what it's the music like industry. Where are the mo- Wait, what morals? You know what I'm saying? It's
1: they're choosing money over morals.
2: Listen to me. It's deeper than that it's not even money. See, it's power. It's dominion.
3: Are you spiritual?
2: Of course I am. So
1: it did, did you like this praying and like, how do you how did you get through this because it's a lot to carry? You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of burden to carry. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, alcoholism
2: for a while. You know, I, I used to think I was taking a drink and the pills to numb the pain in my back because I have severe scoliosis. It was to numb my head because I would walk off those buses and leave those girls there. I would walk out of those hotel suites and leave those girls there knowing what was going to happen to them. And I ain't say shit because I had to keep my mouth shut so I could keep my spot.
1: Speaking of um, scoliosis, you you came up um, with your own products. Yes. Triple D. Yes. uh, Triple D Cafe. Yes. um, CBD, um, your own brand that you made. You said that it actually helped you deal with some of that pain. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Especially
2: my salve. I mean, my salve is a miracle. It's infused with sour diesel CBD. CBD
1: sour diesel. Okay.
2: Here, smell it.
1: Yeah, come sp- Yeah, yeah, you, 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 <laughs> on camera.
2: <laughs> Does anybody have any aches and pains? Do you have Do you have any aches and pains? Uh, like, do you have issues with your knees or with your wrists?
4: Sometimes my back hurt, you know, from okay, well, like, heavy lifting.
2: Exercise. Well, <laughs> 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 he did right, say it
4: small Sometimes, so my
2: neck. <laughs> 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 right, right,
4: right. I didn't mean it in that form, but you know, I do have back pains from lifting heavy material and stuff right. like that.
2: Are you hurting anywhere right now? Uh, this shoulder right here from my Okay, now he see that no that I, I that I can work that's with. That, that's more professional. Lift man. your sleeve up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I can't say
4: I can't I can't go in
2: like this. Shout out shout out
4: to, uh, Jaguar right real life. Yeah. Shout out to
1: politicians. Shout out to Black shout out to this Black Queen with her products, man. Triple D Cafe, y'all make sure y'all tap in. I got some of this juice. Oh, okay. I don't know what, what That's the watermelon tea That's, That's the watermelon, watermelon tea, tea. Mm-hmm. Man this shit is so
4: delicious So what is this right here?
2: This is what? my salve
4: Right what is it called Other. Than it's salve? called salve <laughs> like, like you know CBD salve Oh <laughs> no
2: it is CBD Okay This okay. is CBD So Jag Salve
4: Jag salve. Mm-hmm. So the Jag put a salve on a dog Canine keys. Canine keys.
2: Animals gotta look out for each other
4: Right right right
2: Alright you can pull it down I
4: appreciate that I'm about to notice him I had a, a fight
2: A few years ago
1: and I Just give it a meditation. couple minutes Relax yourself yeah. So, so for, for for you You just rub some sand But can you explain To the audience What that does Um, It does You said it helps With the pain So like let's say I have severe back pains Can I use this product
2: Actually you know what Can my husband tell you Absolutely. I'm not good
1: Absolutely Come, come here, on husband, Come on now Come on, come on. <laughs> Just grab you just My husband them. is a war veteran There you go You can just grab a mic You ain't on camera all
4: right, all right. So So uh, like she said, I'm a war veteran, Operation Iraqi Freedom, Second Wave. We did Shout a whole you, bunch so of low. movement. Thank
1: you, yeah, you thank, you, thank you, sir. Thank you,
4: sir. Thank you for your support. So with issues with my knees and stuff, we'll take a hike and my knees start burning. So we'll probably do like a two mile hike, come home, and can't move. Right, right. So uh, Jack made the salve. She said, Let me rub this on your knee. So I don't know, baby, you know, I don't know if it's gonna work. So she put on my knee, as soon as she put on my knee, within five minutes, it stopped burning. That's now cool. my right knee was still burning. So now she rubbed <laughs> that one. Yeah. And after that, so I got up go. and I could go play ball if I wanted let's to. Let's go. You know what I mean? So Let's go, Brandon Lee. Hey, it's it's a miracle, miracle.
2: I've tested on white people. I've tested on Asian people. I've tested on African-American people, different ages, different everything. and. It's the same result. My mother has severe arthritis in her hands. Her hands will swell up to here. And you can't see the veins, you can't see the bone, nothing. I gave her a hand massage. That was, what, six days ago? She couldn't move her hand. She couldn't even get into the refrigerator because she couldn't do it. She's walking now. She did full body, body rub down. She's walking now. And her hand went back to normal. And it, has, and it hasn't swollen back up since.
1: And, and, it, and these are your own homegrown products that Absolutely. you are creating. That is a blessing. Absolutely. Um, can you also talk about some of the, um, the food that you have also? you have put, Well, I mean. Because you're a chef now. People yeah. need to know that you are a chef. Absolutely. Let's
2: get it. Absolutely. I mean, I do everything. Um, I specialize in, 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 you know, classing up comfort food. Um, I think comfort food is amazing. I think a lot of times it's just not properly imagined. So, I mean, when I was on tour, a lot of people would want to go sightseeing and stuff like that. I would go to five-star restaurants and I would volunteer. They call it staging. So I could learn from master chefs. I volunteered in kitchens with Anthony Bourdain. To watch that man cook. I learned how to make sushi in Okinawa. From a, from, from a real fish god, they call them. There's only about four in the world. They literally get up. They go down to the, to the water. They, they catch the fish, and that becomes the catch of the day, and the sushi meal is made out of that. Nothing fresher, nothing better. It's to the point where he can look in the eyes and not have to cut it open to know exactly what the fat content is. That's how in tune he is with fish.
1: Wow. Real life is coming to invade. <laughs> we coming up here I some Well, what you need
2: to do is you just need to let us know when you're coming. We do tasting parties once a month where we do full medicated tours from CBD to THC. We create the entire ride. So this way you're coasting and you're chilling and you're having a great time. And we try, we'll try not to download you with more than 3,000 milligrams in a full meal. We'll try not to.
0: You have you have the the cooking, the salves, the treatments. Um, How's you your
2: shoulder w- feeling, by the way?
1: True <laughs> testament from K Nine Kizzy. His shoulder is relaxed right now. So y'all go y'all go tap in. Where can they get these products? Can they get it online anywhere,
2: or is it just? You gotta pull up. Oh, I'll let my partner let's tell you. Go, let's go,
4: let's go. You can go to Cafe Triple D on Instagram. Uh, also, Triple D Cafe at Gmail. Just drop us a link. Drop us what you like to order. We'll be we
2: putting our shipping, our shipping uh, orders out. You know our directions. Um, you know if you go wholesale with us, you know, uh, and you do, uh, you know, anything over two hundred dollars, your shipping is free. Um, but yeah, I mean, the truth is, is I want to help heal the world in every way I possibly can to make up for our, all of the destruction that I, I brought to it. The things that I say to you, I don't say them to you to, to look down on you. I say them to you cause I was worse than you.
3: Oh, I understand what you're saying. I do. I, 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 I really do know it's always a deeper way of thinking and uh, people experience things. Don't play it so light. And, and you, you ask, are an
2: intelligent yeah. black man. You are the master of your own fate. The white man has been scared of you for years because of everything that is in your blood that all you need to do is activate and you will become the captain, the man of whatever you set your mind to. For 400 years, we were held in captivity. We built this country for them and they still expect us to pay taxes. And yet we've managed to thrive. They didn't have to do no work. They have 400 years of free labor. And we still have become millionaires and billionaires and this and that. Imagine if we actually really took that and put it to work. Imagine what you could do. Stop playing it so light. You're heavy. Talk heavy, baby. Talk heavy.
1: Talk heavy.
2: You got any shout outs? Yeah. Shout out to Jill Scott and Erica Badu. Hope your streams are doing well. Hope you're streaming amazing. I told you, bitch, I hope you make all the money in the world. You can. Because you're going to need it because you'll never have friends. I mean, but the two of you have each other, so shout out to y'all in a big way. In a big way. And, um, you know, strap up. Oh, but, 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 Bundle up! It's a cold world.
1: Before we get out of here, can we can we talk about the track you previewed? The uh, The track the, the track that you just showed? Oh us. sure, absolutely. Takashi Six Nine track. Takashi
2: Six Nine, look at me. Okay. Which will be featuring Bahamadia. Hey, when
1: I tell y'all, hey, she bringing it back that real music, <laughs> that shit that I like. Yo, can, can can you can you talk about you know your comeback you know in music to the Takashi Six Nine track how that came about?
2: It's so interesting because um, I never stopped writing, I never stopped performing, I never stopped recording. I just stopped doing it here in the United States. That's all. I've been releasing projects consistently, or been a part of some kind of awesome project every year, forever. I just I had to play it light because I couldn't make no real money until my son turned 18. I promised my ex-husband he'd never get another dime from me. I meant it.
1: You're know, on child support? Yeah. That, that's interesting. I no
2: <laughs> just... Well, I mean, when we were getting divorced, he wanted $8,000 a month, you know, Mary J. Blige can pay Kendu. I wasn't paying that fucker. You can pay him, bitch, like you should, because you stole from everybody else. Now you sitting there paying for all them fucking kids. You ain't even have them. Dumbass. But, Fuck Mary J. Blige, too. Hope you're doing well. Shout out to Mary J. Blige. Hope your streams are doing amazing. Hope they give you another season on Umbrella Cal—what um, uh, is that? Umbrella, Umbrella Cat- Academy, and you actually learn how to read your fucking lines. So,
0: man, what about what happened in the um, dance Shit. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I never, I never stopped doing music. I actually have—I'm um, a music hoarder, so I have over 565 songs vaulted that just need to be mixed and mastered. I. I write at least 50 songs every year. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if I would call it a comeback as much as a release. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I just have all of this great music pent up. And then, you know, there's, there's the three rock albums that I wrote. I have four jazz albums that I've written that all have not been released. I'm saving them for my play. Um, yeah. Like uh, excellent. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, I mean, the truth is, is I'm just, I'm an urban legend in real life. I've always been there. I'm always there. I still pay people for information in the streets where I don't live. That's how much I like to know what's going on in the world. You know, I'm just, I'm G'd up. <laughs> hey, hey,
0: hey. For anybody who want to, g- that wants to do any type of work with you, whether it be the products, you know, our music, how would they get in contact with <coughs> We're
4: a team. we not here. we Productions, 214.5 at Gmail. D-A-L-L-A-D-E-L-P-H-I-A Productions, 214.5 at Gmail.
0: And I know he
1: a shooter. Look, and, look and, at his and, eyes. Quick, yeah, and quickly. Um, Rakim Al jabbar is that's the homie, man. Um, that's my
2: little brother. I know
1: that's that's why I thought that was throat. Um, super dope artist. Um, can quickly touch on some of the people that you're doing music with and. Um,
2: Rakim Al jabbar Ruben Lau, Just Mandy, Carrie Ann Johnson, La La J, formerly of the Badu team. I don't know if she's gonna be on. That. I don't. I don't even know if any of them are gonna have jobs after I'm finished with them. UPS is hiring.
3: Um. I ain't gonna lie, that UPS, hell. It's oh. hot as hell. <laughs> hey, UPS. I ain't going that motherfucker. I remember one. I, I remember one. I remember Nah, I remember. Hey, good to miss, too. I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm gonna tell you like this. I don't know what y'all got going on. I don't know what y'all got going on. My name is Paul. That's between y'all. But I know if somebody say UPS, hire They done fucked up. That's all I was like, that that shit hell. I'm going to tell
2: you my issues. I'll tell you my list of grievances very quickly. I don't like women that are betrayers of women. Number one. And I don't like smart girls who like to pretend to be dumb hoes. Erica Badu has put a stranglehold on this marketplace for over 25 years, successfully putting herself as the elite and everyone under her. There's 25 Grammy winners, and some of them, multi-Grammy winners. In the DFW area, why doesn't nobody know it? There's nothing but monsters here. Rakeem Al-Jabbar, DQ, QP. Even Flower Child, though I don't fuck with her. Even Flower Child. I mean, there's amazing talent here. Leon Bridges, Keith Young. Sean Martin, outside, you know what I mean? How can you call yourself an artist and you cheat people out of the opportunity of being artists themselves? Oh, yeah, you can be an artist as long as you work for me and I can pay you pennies. And I tell everybody you're only available for me and tell everybody that you're not that good and you can't do this and you can't do that. Give me this one reason. The last RC and the Grits album. Did you hear it? Why not? They from Dallas. Why didn't you hear that album? It was a dope ass album. It even had a feature from Common on it somebody else that she was supposed to be fucking and she never gave no pussy to but my point is why didn't you hear the RC and the Grits album it was phenomenal you're from Dallas why haven't you heard it
3: i'm i'm actually
2: it don't matter he from Texas i
3: he was going that's why i you I ain't going to just claim Dallas like you ain't got to listen
2: to me listen to me do you then claim Toby, Claim Toby, because he the shit.
1: He <laughs> 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 on this nigga. <laughs>
2: but my thing is, is you know who Toby is, but you, you never heard the RC and the Grits album. Now, I want you to think about this. Who was the, ce- who was the celebrity uh, um, 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 features on Toby's projects? Nobody. Now, if he had had some celebrities on it, it might have took things right, uh, right? So why did RC and the Grits have multiple celebrity features and nobody even knew that the album was out he is Erica Badu's musical director been her musical director for over 10 years did you see her putting any posts up saying hey go buy RC and the, and, and the Grit's new album The shit is fire it's it, it certified certified Badu did you hear her say that that's why you never heard the album but he still works for her She Harriet Tubman, yo. And she told people she was going to get them to the promised land. And instead they moved to the other side of the plantation and they working for her and they still waiting to get off. How many years before they get off the fucking plantation down here? Another 20? Do we got to wait for the bitch to die for there to be another star in goddamn Dallas? With all this motherfucking talent here? That's why I came here. I'm an anarchist at heart. I came here to set the whole fucking thing free. There's nothing but monsters here. Dallas is constantly underrated by Houston, by Austin, yet two-thirds of the talent supplied to Austin come from Dallas. Why the fuck you got to go to Austin and make it? Okay, shit. Why? Okay, shit. Why you got go to why do you gotta, why you gotta go down to Houston and make it? Why? Fuck, you can't make it from here. I'm going to tell you why because there's motherfuckers that don't want you to, and y'all celebrate them anyway. Fucking haters. Haters. Haters.
1: <laughs> haters. When are you going to start a podcast? I'm, I'm subscribing. <laughs> you got <laughs> to do, oh, do it. You got to do it. We'll come shoot it. Hey, it
0: <laughs> we'll come shoot the motherfucker. <laughs>
2: oh my God. Excuse me? Hey, yo, Say what about what? No,
0: down.
2: Down. Oh, Houston, the business. Toby is everything. The only problem I got with Toby is that he did that idol worship with that Badu record. Uh, Erica Badu thinks I'm dope. Miss Badu told me I'm dope. I don't know if that song's gonna be so hot now. Because her fucking opinion don't really fucking matter for shit. It's a great record. It was a catchy tune. But I always tell artists, jock yourself. Don't be running around here jocking, jocking. You don't know who these fucking people are. They're fucking animals. They're degenerates. That bitch is the biggest fraud anybody ever seen. She came up north. We treated her like shit. We ain't think not no fuck about no Erica. She wouldn't go on stage an hour before me or an hour after me hoping people would forget how dope I was so she could slide in with her mediocrity. Tariq Trotter told her to her face, your lucky Keydard Massenburg is paying us so good because I think you're whack, bitch. And Malik B is the only person that ever showed any respect and she couldn't even post for him and she called herself an okay player, a platform that I made cool. Fuck you, hoe. Who the fuck gives a fuck what you think about what's dope? Because anything that you think is dope, you slumping. So yeah, that other than that, Houston's awesome. Toby's the shit. He he might wanna change that song and find a new hero. He might wanna find yeah. a new hero, cause that bitch ain't the business. And Jill Scott, you shouldn't have fucked all my you shouldn't have fucked all my dudes. You shouldn't have fucked all of your girlfriends' dudes, you hoe. That's why that nigga Joe robbed you. That's why he robbed your house. That's why you got ushered out for bringing all that ghetto shit to Hollywood. Fuck out of here. Fucking Joey Zaza. I'm glad he fucked your place up too, bitch. I ain't here to vet your dick. Ooh, Jag fucked him. It must be good. Fuck you. Find your own tree. We used to be best friends, you know? It's personal.
0: It's personal. Fuck her. Jaguar. I hope your
2: streams are awesome.
0: Yeah, thanks. Man, (laughs) Hey, Jaguar, you, you the motherfucking business out here.
1: Podcast, <laughs> Drop.
0: Man, Vegas, man, hey, we love everything we're doing. We you love your music, man. You got products. Your products are amazing. You have juices. Go, back,
2: go back and check my feed about 2016. I did a post. I think I'm going to repost it today. I said in the post, uh, somebody asked me what I was doing in Dallas. And I said, I'm here to help. Dallas mm-hmm. is awesome, and I'm here to help. And that's mm-hmm. what I've been doing.
0: And you are a real-life street
2: star. And unfortunately, if I got to have to move some niggas around mm. to make it possible for the floodgates to come open for all of the great artists that we have here, I'll do it for them. I did it for my home back in Philly. Why wouldn't I do it? I live here. My husband from Oak Cliff. Oak Cliff. I am Dallas, too, now and always. And the same commitment that I have to Philadelphia is the same commitment that I intend to have to Dallas. And I will not leave here until my work is done. I will not leave here until Raheem Al-Jabbar is a multi-platinum artist consistently every time he releases. I will not leave here until Lala J wins her Grammy. I will not leave here until Ndambe gets her Grammy. I will not leave here until Madu Chenwa is actually getting $20,000 a track, like he should be getting paid, considering how many Grammys he's won. For Miss Badu, by the way, who robbed him. The only smart man in the whole crew was Ty Macklin, because he said, nope, I ain't having it, I want my money. And they still mad at him. How you going to be mad at somebody for going to court and getting money that somebody owe him? That ain't robbery. That, that's called pay your fare, bitch. Yeah, you mad at him. You got everybody mad at Ty Macklin. Don't nobody want to go to AOE because Ty is a traitor because he wanted his money? I'm sorry. When you go to work, don't you want to get paid? Who don't want to get paid for work that they do? And you can't always pay people in pussy. Not You're going to have to come up with some bread Eventually.
3: Yeah,
0: that, yeah, that pussy get old <laughs> Listen to me, up. do
2: you want to know what my uncle used to say about vagina?
0: Was it?
2: The only thing better than good pussy is new pussy uh, I You stop being new pussy after the first night
3: I ain't gonna lie, I had this little freak I used to deal with back in the day mm-hmm. And uh, she really put me on some game uh, No two people you sleep with feel the same Like, it's, I never just thought about it like that. Like, it's it's like that.
2: Well, I mean, if you want to put it to the test, strap up. You know what I'm saying? Just strap up. You can put it to the test. Just Mm -hmm. strap it up.
3: Yeah, yeah. I had my fun. People
2: ask me all kinds of questions about myself. I was a fucking rock star.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I did rock star shit. And what? Well, I mean, there's no need in judging. All my girlfriends were prettier than most of the guys that I dealt with, anyway. <laughs> I, I, you know, I used to tell my ex-husband all the time, you, "You, need to stop fucking with me because I'm the only reason you still get good pussy."
1: You are an Alpha
2: female. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Nobody call you Jack. Yeah, Jake. Are you a Leo? I don't lie. No, I'm a Taurus. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure yeah. this out. Yeah, two, days, two days before Malcolm X Three days after Raphael Sadiq yeah,
1: you do the, the, the K out the window <laughs> Nigga Yeah Miss
0: Jaguar, you are a real life street star Thank you for coming Triple D
1: Cafe Triple D Cafe, it go, co- go fuck with right now man.
2: Can, can I say one thing to you guys? I like what you're doing here. We trying. Yeah, we trying. No, I like what you're doing. Do more.
0: We're going to come shoot your podcast. <laughs> what the fuck you mean?
2: <laughs> and, and, and on that, I'll turn it over to
4: <laughs> Thank you. God bless. Good night.
2: Three stars, nigga.
3: Moon. Hey. Hey. Hey.
1: Hey. Hey. Hey.